and welcome to Thoughts, Conversations and To-Do Lists um, with me, Fiona Ross. And I just realised that each intro I go with me, Fiona Ross. Um, and I was listening to my son the other day, who I never talk about on here. And he has a YouTube channel, Long Story. He does the same thing. He goes, hello, it's me, Alexander. And I'm like, oh my God. That must be annoying. So anyway, welcome and hello. I'm, as always, hugely excited because I've not only got one guest. This is my first time having a duo. I've got possibly the best ever. I don't want to say double act because that sounds like some kind of comedy <laughs> thing. This is like what I like to call the jazz power couple. I mean, seriously. Um, so welcome to Charlotte Keith and Lara DeBelder. Welcome. Oh, thank, thank you, Fiona. You, thank you for having us. Oh, it's honestly, and I know people listening can't see, but every time I see you, you genuinely bring a smile to my face. And, and in fact, Isabel Marquez, who people have listened, um, will know I, I uh, had her as a guest. And we quite often talk about you, Charlotte, I have to say. Um, and whenever your name comes <laughs> up, we both go that you, we both say that you have magical powers. Oh, oh my oh. goodness. Honestly, something will come up and we'll go, oh, Charlotte. And then we both go, oh, Charlotte. And it's like, I swear, <laughs> she, I swear she's got magical powers. And then I have to say at the London Jazz Fest, I think the first time, it probably wasn't, it must have been almost three years ago now. It was the first time that I had seen you two together. And that was just like, oh my God, it's like you both have kind of magical powers. So honestly, Aww. it was so, so incredible. But for people not listening, and I always <laughs> start this way, because when I look at people's biographies, I mean, I could just, I could just, you know, talk about you just looking at your biography. So I shall hand this over to you. So Charlotte, how would you introduce yourself? Who are you for people who don't know who you are? <laughs> oh my goodness. On the back of all your really kind exciting words you're welcome um you're yeah that was just so exciting and very very uh welcoming Fiona thank you um well um yeah my as Fiona just said yeah my, my name is Charlotte Keith I'm a musician I play and I also like to say that I explore the trumpet and the flugelhorn um I make music by freely improvising and I also compose um yeah so that that's me that that's my that's that's what I do I I do I play gosh in all sorts of different projects and ensembles um as well as doing um a solo set um so my my trumpet and my flugelhorn have become my what I call my sound brushes mm. so I'm very inspired by abstract painters well, and we will chat about that because I was looking at your bio yeah. and there's a few, there's a couple of things that, that popped out to me in that, which I would absolutely love to explore. And I love that whenever we're messaging, you have the trumpet emoji. You I always I love put, that. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So I yeah. so trumpet is Charlotte Keith in my head whenever That's I think it. about trumpets. I love that, 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 that emoji's there. And I'd love for there to be a trombone one. Oh, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I love those, those are the, uh, the musical those the, the musical ones that are there and they're so fun to use um but yeah and of course that um the other thing I want to mention is my my quartet uh right here right now with Ashley John Long Ben Handersides and Moss Freed and um yeah we've just released our second album on Discus Music so that's available now it's fantastic we'll, and we will yeah, explore we'll, that because I've had that we'll, on my we'll, playlist quite a bit um, yes, and yes we will, we will spend time talking about all the incredible things that you do but also your fantastic partner and also yeah. newly engaged 
Lara yeah, DeBell. I'm so excited. Honestly, we'll come on to that and talk talk about yeah. the wedding and, and any plans. But yes, Lara, for people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Oh, gosh. Um, well, mm, goodness, my I, I have my finger in many pies in, in some ways. I, I do a bit of a I don't want to say jack of all trades, but a portfolio career. Let's just say that. Um, so I, I'm an actor, singer and writer um is what i'd say as a creative and then i'm also you know when i'm not uh working on the creative side of things i'm also a vocal coach and in the last year a hypnotherapist and nlp uh practitioner so life coaching and um psychotherapy as well something i'm really interested in as well as the vocal coaching so yeah that's how i would say i am as a professional i suppose um and as a person <laughs> god uh yeah just i love learning from life i'm one of these people i'm just i love bringing my curiosity to anything and everything and um yeah and i'm i'm all about um i think you know it was interesting i was asked this i was speaking to lara Edie this week and um she was asking me a similar question about you know who are you as an artist and i was like oh my goodness what a question so like philosophy 101 over there but it was it was like I, I think for me, ultimately, everything comes down to connection and the power that art and creativity, as much as the, I suppose, the, the, the coaching work that I do, it all comes down to, I love empowering people. I love connecting with people. I love, I love facilitating people to unlock something more in themselves. And even through music that always, it always comes, you know, when mm. I remember singing, <clears throat> it's always been something for me. And I'm sure Fiona, you can relate to this, but I it's the the depth of a connection I feel when I'm singing and performing it's almost it's beyond words I can communicate so much through that and then I can feel that connection from an audience and you know what whatever they're getting they're getting but there's a real beautiful um uh relationship that occurs I think between you know audience and an artist which is fascinating well yeah. it isn't sure and that's and I I don't know why I'm saying this but if I was to choose a couple of words that spring to mind and in fact whenever I have my guests on I tend to I literally write down some thoughts and sometimes it's words sometimes it's just a sentence and, and when I think about you two two things come to mind and one is connectivity which actually links exactly what you were just saying. And that's both you as people, but also in the work that you do and how you connect with your audiences and, and anybody you work with. And also positivity. Uh, and I think, you know, just going back to my comment about Isabel saying that Charlotte has magical powers because, you know, <laughs> Charlotte, you exude this kind of, well, you're both, and say, Laura, this is obviously your, I, I don't mean you don't exude these things at, at all, but Charlotte, you have this incredible calmness. And I remember when we did for Women in Jazz Media, the the first time we did the improvisation workshop. Um, and in fact, Isabel came last year. Yeah. And that was the key thing. She was like, but Charlotte has, she's made me feel safe. She has created this space where I'm free to be whoever I want to be, uh, whatever that may be and not only is that okay but it should be celebrated mm. um so you know yeah. that for me that kind of that that calmness you always exude is incredible um and 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 I and this is not a trick question do you ever get angry yes of course <laughs> I do yeah <laughs> I yes, do she does and I, I yeah so I mean yeah I, I I do I do get angry I think um I think um 
well, <laughs> um, I mean, I, of course, you know, I'm human. You're human. You yeah. are human. Yes. Um, but when I'm, you know, for me, it's always, it's always been music. Mm. It's always been, and I was, and well, I've been very, um, grateful I think to I mean it's in some ways it's not it's not necessarily been and it's not necessarily easy but I've always been focused on on being a musician you know even from a very young age of four you know I'm talking tiny it was always music 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 so it took me a while to um reach a place where I was like oh actually I'm I am a musician now I am actually a musician I am, I'm, I'm that thing that I was dreaming about being. I'm actually, so, you know, when I say that I'm living my dream, mm. I actually am living my dream. And this is as cheesy as that sounds, that, that and as, you know, what, whatever, I, all the life stuff that happens, I am so grateful and privileged to actually be doing that thing that four-year-old me dreamt of doing and I would literally in my teens I went to bed and I would dream of playing the jazz clubs that I play in London now I would really I, yeah I close I would and I'd have, I can see it now vividly these real like fever dreams and that stuff now you know sort of within the last five years that has come to fruition that is actually happening mm. so I feel so so grateful and so moved to actually be doing that you know and I'm not saying it's it, it, it's easy you know I mean, there, there's all these life things as I mentioned but I I'm so and I, I I I'm bursting to share that that love and that passion and that dream and and also um you know this isn't I'd, I I believe everybody everybody has a song to sing mm. and I can you know see and hear that in people and it, I don't mean it you know in, in a literally uh you know it might mm. not be music or singing for the you know for, for yeah. other, other folks but i do do believe that that everybody has you know uh that that thing that you know and it, yeah i think it is it is to do with um for me it is to do with that freedom of creativity and feeling um well as you were saying you know safe to safe to create i mm. suppose is what i um and to to really be free um and to open up in that way but i i am yeah i think there's that there's that that just that awareness of actually yeah i'm actually living living my dream and this is a really i'm very grateful to be doing that oh and, and i think that's what comes across and say it's not mm -hmm. just from a work point of view for both of you um, but also as that partnership and that's what I think is mm. is one of the most inspiring things about you as a couple so because there's kind of there's you as separate artists obviously but then there's kind of you, you together as a partnership and the versatility um for for all of what you do and, and we will explore that but but one mm. thing so Lara and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong your background is more musical theatre and and theatre element as opposed mm -hmm. to kind of some of the earlier jazz influence from Charlotte. And I often talk to people about the differences just in the general mindset of a musician, especially a jazz musician and a musical theater person. So as, as an example that it took me, I, I still struggle with this one, but the, the one that gets me the most is, you know, when things start, you know, cause in the theater, 
the curtain goes up at you know 7 30 and if it doesn't people die like it's <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it ha- you know everything it, it has to go up at this certain time whereas yeah, in jazz it's like well yeah it's like well you know let's wait a bit and for me it took me ages because and I would freak out I'm like no 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 we need to start at this time so my question is how do you how do you cope because you work in 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 all different kind of genres as you both do so how do you kind of cope with the difference kind of in the the jazz work and the jazz lifestyle if you like oh to musical theatre what you said is so funny. I wasn't expecting you to say it. Like, we're there like on the edge of our seat. What's she going to say? Oh, it's absolutely hilarious. But I know where you're coming from. I think for me, I, I mean, I had a re- I've had a really eclectic mixture of background because mm. I actually started more classically. My route into music was, I'd say it was, it was definitely, I mean, it was through singing, but it was, it was actually through choral music. Loads of cho- classical choral music. I was really lucky because where I was in the North, I grew up in the Northeast and, we had a fantastic youth choir that I was part of. And if it wasn't for that youth choir, I don't even know if I would have gone into music. But I went from that International Youth Choir of Great Britain and kind of got really immersed in that world. And then I went and, and it was all classical music. I went to Leeds Uni, did focused on classical voice. And then, but I always loved, you know, I, I, I was that singer in the group that would be the one that, you know, at the end of my three classical pieces, I'd be like, I'm going to do a musical theatre number. And everyone would be like, you light up when you do... A lot of that but I, I mean I, I love music full stop but I think because it's musical theatre or it's jazz or you I lit up because it's a different style it kind of it allows for that doesn't it so um I, I I'm really grateful that I've I've actually had quite a, a mixed bag of a background um so it's fed in it's interesting because you observe or I, I observe from different angles all these different cultures like you said and then going into musical theatre there is it's a diff there is a different kind of uh, world around it and like and that you're suggesting a structured rules kind of uh, socially as well as within the art so I mean I don't know I feel pretty chill about it all because I think for me re-entering or kind of coming into more of the jazz side of things from that space I think th- firstly I'm lucky that it's not like my first time I've kind of dipped my toe into lots of things but it's just really um it's it's mind-opening you know because a lot of theatre people I I know are fantastic performers, but they might, they might struggle to let go of that or to, um, like you said, kind of, it's like going into a new world and it's like, what is, why are they so chill or what, what is this? And, and actually it's really, I think, I find it really, um, freeing, frankly, it's, it's like, it doesn't have to be the way that we think it has to be. And when we, when we learn in an environment where we're told that, whether it's you're at jazz college or whether you're at musical theater college or whatever it is, Coming out of that and going into a different environment is actually really, um, yeah, it's really, fr- if you can really just uh, go with the flow and open up to a different way, I mm. find that really exciting. And then it you can kind of bring it all, pull it all together. Yeah, I mean, it is exciting. Yeah. I think that's one thing when you're training um, and, and it's an experience thing that I was going to say youth thing, but it's, yeah, let's not talk about age, um, but it's an experience thing. So when you're training, obviously, and if you're training as a classical musician or jazz musician, whatever, you are trained in a specific way in that world. And that world is probably wonderful and you're gaining a significant amount, but it, it can be quite lonely in some ways. And you're kind of just mm-hmm. working in that field. And it's not until you get out there and explore and kind of mix and match everything uh, that you realize how beautifully it 
all kind of fits together. Uh, mm-hmm. And as I said, I'm sure you you get that you two working together so much because obviously you do separate projects, but you do uh, do work together as yeah. well as performers. Um, but before we explore that, let let me leap over to Charlotte um, and talk about a little bit about your music before we and then we'll talk about Lara's and then we'll talk about kind of the the, the gigs that you've got coming up. Um, because now free jazz, improvised jazz, whatever words you want to use to describe it I think sometimes in certain circles has a bit of a a misunderstood reputation let's say Mm -hmm. so for people who um so I'm talking general public yeah um I think some people don't understand what free jazz is or or struggle sometimes to connect with it Uh, and I have to say the first time I saw you perform Mm -hmm. you made it make complete and utter sense and for me, it was quite quite mind blowing because I've been to loads of um, different gigs uh, in different places in the world to review and all sorts. E- even though that that improvised world uh, is not necessarily where I feel comfortable or where I see myself fitting, and I never really I was always disconnected from it. It's like I get it in principle, but I kind of I didn't feel it until I saw your performance. Wow! Like gen- genuinely, wow, I'm like ah. Oh. Ah, okay. I get. I felt connected. So you know, talk talk me through. And we could obviously speak for hours on this, <laughs> but kind of you talk about sound brushes, and obviously you've got your new album. So t- talk me through your mindset when it comes to using music to explore. Oh my goodness! Um, thank you, Fiona. Um, yeah, gosh, where to start? I, I mean. Uh, playing freely, I mean, what, what I mean, I, what I love about it is it's all, um, um, I mean, like, like what we're saying really about everything is it's all a journey. It's all a, a um, uh, you know, a, a happening thing. And something for me, um, I've been thinking about a lot really over perhaps the last couple of years is actually how for me music is, um, is, as I just said, really a very a, a thing that is present, a thing that happens. It's it's happening in the moment. You know, it's it's feelings, it's energy, it's it's a very it has it's a present thing. Um, hence my quartet right here, right now, and um, like the 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 thing is is right here, right now for me. Um, I also have learned that you know freely improvising for me isn't actually it doesn't really fit anymore to call it a genre for me, free, free jazz and freely improvising. It's not really, for me, it is, uh, it's a way of making music. It is actually, um, a, 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 it's a very, you know, as Lara, as what we were saying earlier, um, and Lara was sharing about the connection, connection thing to me. Um, so it's a way of, of, of making music and making connection. Um, so I and I've that but those those things that I've just shared have been very interesting for me to be interesting thoughts. Yes, <laughs> for the um for the podcast here, you know, they're they're yeah they're big thoughts that I've been thinking a lot this year, um, in the past couple of years. But I think um, so there is that there is that um, I really again also I'm so excited to play. Mm. I've always. I think I, I was so grateful and so um, I had such a wonderful uh, musical education when I was growing up 
in Lincolnshire. I did, um, uh, like, you know, as I shared briefly earlier on, I started having piano lessons when I was four. I read that because I didn't realise, because you've got a Wikipedia page. Somebody recently found that. Yeah, I didn't, I had no, and then somebody, um, they, they were, well, I was just talking about what I do, you know, when you go to, to go to places. Mm. And then they just, they very sweetly looked up uh, uh my my album and then this this wikipedia page popped up and I... I i know i looked i was like oh and i found out things i didn't know about you and one was as i say your upbringing um and that you played the piano i didn't realize that you initially kind of played the piano um but it said that yeah. you were inspired or at least you went to a gig uh, a miles davis um was it bitches brew or yeah or... there's yeah. a funny there's a funny little story there because... oh, do tell <laughs> Well, because it's quite, um, I, I, so as I, you know, as I've said, I've always been music obsessed, mm. but um, I've had like different, different things. So when I was uh, 10, being turning double digits, that was, wow, this is big life moment for me. <laughs> really? Like, 10? And yeah, turning double digits. It was that, that birthday. I was like, right, something big has to happen. And oh, I, I love that. Through, talking to my mum about it she said well you know maybe Charlotte would you know you love your music you love your piano would you, you know do you want to start learning a, a different instrument so hence so the trumpet that's where the trumpet came in but I didn't know um even I didn't even know what the trumpet looked like in my head it was like a, a, a trumpet like a saxophone merged with the head of the trumpet I don't know but I didn't even know really what it which I which I still think is quite um <laughs> quite funny but I did know that it contributed to the to the to jazz music and what and what I mean by jazz music for me is um songs and instrumental music that would I would feel happy I had that happy feeling ah, it's okay. the swing rhythm it's the swing rhythm that was happy I I couldn't get enough of that I would feel happy I mean I love all music but there's there's some when I was a kid and wanting to you know but that that, that happy feeling for me it was a swing sound and I knew the trumpet had something to do with contributing to that so that's why I, I was like I really want to learn the trumpet mum I really want to learn mm. so that that's that that's that um but I also so that was a, that was one of these sort of big moments and then the other moment for me when I, I must have been 11 12 just before is when I first uh, started secondary school and I was like right I want to join the church choir because it's such a rich I just b believed it was such and it is such a rich musical environment to be in so that's what I did I joined so from all through my secondary school um education I was there Friday evenings choir practice Sunday mornings uh yeah. with uh, different different services and and um, things going on in between now uh we had a wonderful there was a wonderful uh well, choir master uh, Philip Spratley and he took us all on um we went on a few day trips out. One of these day trips was to uh, London. So all of these, all this little, this group of us, um, because there was all sorts of folks in the choir. It was a, a small group of us, um, but we all went to, and in fact, my parents came and my brothers came. We all went on a day out. What's this? That one? Anyway, but we all went on one of these lovely choir days out and we have to go to London and we ended up going to a record shop. And we went into the, I, I sort of, I managed to go, I find, I found the jazz section. And um, I mean, it was just it was it was one of those things. Um, uh, judging a book by its by its cover. In this instance, I just I was completely blown away by my that was my discovery of Bitches Brew and Miles oh, Davis. Oh, the cover! In the wow. cover! 
okay. and the language used. And I thought, and I was only 11, 12, well, yeah, I was 12 years old. I saw this, this, this album and I thought, and it was, you know, this sort of sweet, innocent little choir girl with this yeah, I bet. room. <laughs> but I was so drawn to it and so curious. And mm. so I'd sort of heard of Miles Davis by that point, but I was really curious to delve into it. And I thought there was all of the, you know, the, 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 the choir music and the classical music, which I loved. And then as well, but then I was like, just really drawn to getting this particular and it was quite funny when I look back on it now because I remember showing everybody and of course there's a bit you know bitches brew like what is what is Charlotte doing with this but I was just was upset I couldn't stop looking at the colors reading all the you know yeah. all the notes and just couldn't wait to play it it was just a moment where I was really, like a magnet really pulled um and of course that is just really set the scene for me then when I listened to that it just really set just I bet because I mean artwork arts has that that's a big part of your inspiration isn't it um yeah yeah yeah, like like actual kind of artwork yeah I mean it's 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 funny because I don't really I I mean my my mum um she's recently uh retired she retired quite and my dad they retired quite rather anticlimatically in the in the lockdown sadly but my mum has now joined, she's gone back to doing a lot of artwork she's in various several I've actually lost count of the amount of art groups she doesn't really paint abstractly um but i do think there's that 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 must be that that's come come through but obviously not i don't i don't paint Mm. i I, uh in the way that she does i would argue you do paint yeah you do paint in a different way (laughs) but there is there's definitely that connection and also my my grand my grandmother in fact both of my grandmothers were incredible uh drawers my my grandma on my uh artists and my grandma on my um dad's side she always wanted to do um uh fashion mo- modeling so even in her 80s early 90s she was drawing these incredibly beautiful looking women and the, and the, the 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 shape of them and then outfits that she was daydreaming and that they would wear and it's so really so there's definitely that um although i don't draw in that way myself i've definitely um that 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 visualness is very in, inspiring and is there in my in my blood um so so yeah i'm quite um yeah i'm aware that i'm talking a lot talking. no i love it but i was just thinking because it, you know you're you've got a new album but it's a yeah. live album uh, yeah. and so forgive me with like if i get the dates wrong because obviously you've got your studio album right here right now which oh my, was it two years ago yeah, so this is this is so it's, it's your your it's sort of like the other way around. So uh-huh. the yeah, so this is um so right here right now, um that was my um that was my date that was my first album, uh in June twenty twenty one, and that has got live recordings from all the different all the different um groups and ensembles and projects, and I think that's, I mean it it it's in because as I briefly shared it, although I. Yeah, it's like what you know what, what Lara was saying. I mean, we're both involved in so many different projects and and duo, trio, large ensemble, small ensemble, London improvisers, orchestra. There's so many. Di- so um, that that debut album has got glimpses of a lot of different different things that 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 I'm just so lucky and well grateful to be part of, and I love. And, it, and it's gone down so well. I mean. and we would have another another conversation which I don't want to have now about reviews and the value of reviews and so on but irrelevant of that people love your work like yeah the press has been phenomenal I'm I'm really really touched and really really well yeah really touched by people's Mm. and moved by people's kind 
and exciting mm. words. Mm. Um, yeah, I really am. And then um, the it, it's led very organically mm. to right here, right now, alive in the studio. So this is a studio album. Um, and that's what was released just recently in September. And that mm. features my quartet project. Mm. Amazing. And I presume, and I will include all the links because uh, I, I know you're always gigging like always gigging and what seems like all over the world <laughs> like all over the UK Aww. and abroad and you know so I will put all the links there for anybody who must absolutely must go and see um Charlotte um performing the material from that album um and I must because I, I will talk about um the all-female London gay big band uh, and a lot of that work that you do together but before I do that um so Lara I'm I'm so excited to have and this is with my women in jazz media hat on I'm so excited to have you performing for at the London Jazz Festival. It's not oh. long now, is it? Not next week, the week after, it's a couple of weeks Two away. Weeks, yeah, a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited. So t- tell, tell us, what can we expect? What are you going to be performing? Oh, oh yes. Oh, well, I'm, I can't wait. Um, it's so, oh gosh, it's, it's going to be a mixed bag. I mean, I'm, I am doing my own, uh, my own original. So this yeah. is a really, thank you so much. This is a lovely opportunity for me to actually, you know, come forth in the jazz festival with my original work. And um, uh, yeah, I, I've got a, a, yeah, a handful of my uh, originals. One of them, no, maybe one, two, possibly. One of them at least has definitely ne- never been performed before. Oh, oh, a debut. I love it. Okay. Yes, we've got at least one. I think it's just one debut for this for this gig um, for an upcoming single that will will be coming next year. Because you debuted, um, forgive me, last year with your performance with the all female London gay big band. You yes. also you debuted your your uh, single that you had at the time. Then I did. That was wonderful with the, mm. with the girls. Yes, that was fantastic. That was it. it that was it's all over. Yeah, and there's a there's a video for that, isn't there? I think. And again, there I is. Oh God, it's wonderful a video. video. Yeah, mm. I'm very grateful. And in fact, actually, we're 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 soon to be releasing an updated version of that video because Omri Duggan, the um, filmographer and director who worked with me on that, he's he's a he's a wonder, and he's gone in and he's basically recolored the whole project because he's one of those guys that's like he's a perfectionist so he created it and it was amazing and then he's like oh I've just redone the whole thing and it's now even more like I'm like oh my god so we're gonna re-release it (laughs) yeah so that that's coming um but this this one start it over is the one that I'll be debuting in the festival with um with a with a different band so this this is well actually it's a sim I have worked with most of the people in the band but there's a I've got I'm very lucky because obviously knowing, knowing Charlotte and having the connection to the free jazz world and the improvised world um and we've got ollie chalk joining on keys who's an absolute monster um in a good way um and andrew <laughs> lyle as well he's incredible um free drummer as well so so yeah wonderful people in in the jazz world but the gig um so it will be a mixture of that material of my own and then uh some various covers or kind of unique arrangements of stuff and actually speaking of debuts uh fiona you've just reminded me that there's gonna there is gonna be more than one debut that night because um a dear friend of mine who actually passed away this year she was a performer friend um i'm gonna honor her memory and i've uh, she she left a collection of you know uh either lyrics poems music and me and another really good friend of mine, uh, Nick, that we worked together a lot, we were helping Amy to to create things towards the end of her life. So um, one of those songs that's never been performed before, I'm going to perform it for Amy. And it's 
by her and we, we've created the music with kind of with her mm-hmm. uh so that's gonna be really special in in her memory and her family are gonna come so yeah yeah so and and it will be you know we're gonna do i'm a huge fan of melody gardo so there'll be some melody gardo numbers in mm-hmm. there and um uh god and some etta jet you know i love blues and soul so sprinkling of that as well um so it'll be a real evening of i like to call jazz pop with a bit of a kind of <laughs> a bit of a nod nod nudge nudge and a wink wink nod to it but uh yeah should be a really great evening of music I think. Oh, honestly i'm so excited and it's funny you should say jazz pop actually because that leads to something charlotte said you know and i with you obviously i wear i think you said at the beginning we we have these portfolio careers uh, and i have a new game now when i meet someone new when they say oh what do you do i say pick a number Oh. <laughs> like, Which, pick a yes. number, and then I go in alphabetical order so if they say three oh. then you know I say musician or journalist or you know, whatever the alphabetical is because I'm like I, oh, I can't like, it's kind of I'm just because you say it all and you know it's it's just too much yeah. um but with my journalist hat on and we talk about those boxes that you know forever and quite often it's that business side of things promo side that that's the reason for these people try and put in boxes um, but what I love about something that you said, Charlotte, is about it's basically just a space to create. Like it doesn't yeah. matter whether it's a jazz space, a jazz pop space, but whatever you call it, it's a space yeah. um, to create. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that term jazz pop, and I think someone referred to, I don't, this is not about me, but someone said one of my songs, they described it as jazz pop. Uh, and mm. I was like, oh, but someone else was like, oh, that's really offensive. I'm like, why, why is that offensive? You know, and it's like, I don't care what it's called, to be quite frank. If it's great music, it's, it, it's great music. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you did mention um your influence or kind of that you get inspired by your Etta James and some of that blues influence and I'm just reminded of um and I'm losing track of time was it a year ago you did this fantastic um kind of online presentation slash discussion on Tiny Davis yes now many people um probably didn't know tiny davis at that point um and i think you know the work that you do there is a quote on your website uh charlotte i think about the importance like i'm not quoting it because i've got it in front of me but the importance of um uh empowering diversity is a huge part of of both of of all of your work um and I think that feeds beautifully into some of the work that you do. And, and for example, the uh, London Gay Big Band. Mm. Now, as I say, with my Women in Jazz Media hat on, we've got you know, you performing, you're opening our um, uh, our little festival. So the, the, the London Jazz Festival for people listening is, is two weeks, um, but Women in Jazz Media have got the last, so the Tuesday to the Sunday uh, we're putting on events and the all-female London gay big band, that's a mouthful. Um, are opening it. Um, so could you talk me through, like, how did you get involved in that? So but both of you, because you're both obviously a huge part of that. So d- can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, I'll go yeah, first, because yeah. then, yeah. Um, God, um, yes, the London gay big band. We're, yes, we're, they're dear friends of ours. And we owe a lot to them, actually, which we'll get on to a lot, a lot personally as well. Um, uh, so I, I was the one to join it first, um, out of the two of us. And um, I came across it, I used to be part of a, a, a very well-loved in the LGBT uh, music community. There's a big choir called the Pink Singers. Um, yes, and I was in the Pink Singers for, I think, a year or so. And um, <clears throat> a lot of them are dear friends of mine. And uh, 
I, from that, uh, a woman from the choir just tagged me in this Facebook thing. And it was for the London Gay Big Band. He were doing like a Christmas show, but they were doing it's like an X Factor thing. So they were they were wanting to find, I think, new singers to work with. So I thought, oh, why not? I'll just audition at this thing. It was, it was at the, I don't know if you know the two brewers in Clapham, which is their like house. <laughs> it, it's a bit, lots of drag and cab, cabaret, very well-known gay bar. Yeah. yeah it was it was great fun so i just went along and they liked me and they were like yeah you know like come and uh, be part of the show anyway i won that little competition that they were running that christmas <laughs> of course <laughs> which, yeah well i wasn't i didn't know what to expect it was all very you know you know because I, I again i was i was at, at that point in my life i'd just come out of the royal academy doing theater so this was kind of yeah this kind of world of drag and cabaret and all that kind of coming in um, so it was great. It was great fun. And then I started, you know, doing gigs with them. And I, I still um, they have. So there's the main big bands, the London big band who do all sorts of wonderful things. And more most recently, they did a fantastic show with um, Christina Bianco, um, who is a wonderful cabaret artist. Uh, so they, they work with lots of different people. Um, and then they have a function band side of them as well. Um, which is what me and Charlotte do a lot of. So if we if we get called in to do an event or something, often usually that will be me and Charlotte will be involved in that. Yeah, um, the, the, the smaller, small, the smaller, smaller band. Version, yeah, but that's not how I got involved. And then Charlotte later joined. <laughs> yeah, I um, I got um, I got in touch um with with the with with well, with with the big band, the organisers of the um, and I. Um, yeah, I just reached out. I reached out, and um, they invited me to um, play a. <laughs> it was a really lovely gig. Oh, where's that? Where, um, Bishop's? Was it? No, I don't know if it was. Was it Bishop's Gate yeah, Institute? Bishop's, Bishop's Gate Institute. Institute. Yes. Yeah. So that was my first um, time, really, sort of like playing with it, meeting everybody. Playing. Anyway, so I just try and paint the um paint the scene so we're there well i've i've i arrive and i'm setting up music stand trying to play some little some little sounds some little notes just getting ready it's a lovely gig because, and we are um the the band for the for, for swing patrol if you've heard of swing patrol so they do dance um, classes dance basically. classes like all, all over the place swing what, dance. I, what i can gather so it was a, mm -hmm. it was an event for for base for the whole room full of dancers so it was ever so exciting um, so there I am at the back, still with the other trumpets, just getting ready to play. And this woman to the right of me just pokes her beautiful face. God. <laughs> just just around the door, just to sort of, you know, just to see if, if you know, if this is the, uh, this is the woman I'm talking about is Zara. I know, and, and I'm going to ask, does she, have, <laughs> does she have that incredible red lipstick? On. Well, you did. Like, well, I mean, you've naturally got. I'm just. Well, you've naturally got beautiful, sexy lips. So oh, I was. Just, so she. So she. So this woman comes and peek, peeks in, and and um, of course, I was just. My mouth was on the floor. Really. And I was like, I mean, it really was just love at first sight. I was oh. like, and then my mind. I was. I was just trying, you know, play some little notes, just warming up, and I thought. I really hope that woman's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quickly revealed that, of course, um, it was you know, it's, it, here's Lara. She's going to be singing with 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 the band this evening. So yeah, I was at that point. I was still there. I was just you know, I really hope she's gay. I really hope she's you know. Blah, blah, blah. Um. So yeah. So um, distracted. I was pretty distracted. We were doing the gig. We get through it. it was a lovely, lovely gig. Dancing away. And I, I remember 
there was a really fun section where I think some of the band actually um, went out and played. We played some solos amongst the dancers. So it was a really lively, really beautiful gig. But what I, I was immediately attracted to Lara. Um, and what I, what was very special, but what I thought was, gosh, it's really, is, was that, is that connect, that connecting, connective energy that we were talking about early, earlier, because what I noticed about Lara is that I, I was, I'm, I was a bit, bit, bit shy, and sort of a bit, you know, holding back. And obviously it was my first gig with the band. So I was a bit in my head about, you know, wanting to be asked back and, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, but Lara was so friendly and so thoughtful and so caring and so you know she made i i obviously i was you know sneakily sort of watching her but she she made a point of really <laughs> connecting with everybody it seems she really said and this is you know this is a big this is a big band you know we're not just talking about saying hello to the trio she was going around into you know saying oh hello it's so nice to see you Stuart or you know all the different people in the band and then even right at the end of the gig she came up to me and made a point of um you know of of acknowledging me and seeing me and 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 um you know saying it's so lovely to meet you tonight and, and and just really and i thought i've not really that's that's rare i'm not saying that everybody's that i've had you know um horrible experiences and people don't say hello to me i'm not saying that but it was just i noticed that 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 it was almost it wasn't like lara went out of her way it wasn't that it was just this natural curiosity to and and just love to, to just just to connect and just actually say oh hello in in a real genuine way not rushed and i and that just really stuck out so it was Aww. just re i was already blown away and then i couldn't I, I still remember it like vividly in my mind now that that initial that moment then we were actually connected and all it was was you know hello wasn't it a nice gig you know, nice to see you here that you know um but there was just something that was extra connecting about that that for me um yeah Aww. so it, that that was that was and the rest is history as yeah. they say. <laughs> i love that but that's the thing that you both exude and and, and just coming back to something that you said it is that 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 basic warmth and kindness and generosity you'd think it would be a default position and to people where it is a default position that's why it's surprise it's not surprising it's like well of course I'm gonna say hello of course yeah. I'm, you know but it, it is sadly rare um you know in, in this world we live in um and that's something that you both exude and and, and what I think gives you those magical powers that I talked about Aww. it's that Aww. kindness that generosity because that in turn is inspiring um, and it's not just about your work. Uh, and I mentioned earlier on about Tiny Davis because you are mm. huge advocates for other um, artists. Um, and I'm saying Tiny Davis is is one example. And and what I should actually, um, I'll try and include the link to, mm. to that. Um, but can you just, because I know we could talk for ages. Uh, oh, in fact, we have been talking for ages. All right, well, before I ask my final question, can you please just say a few things about Tiny Davis? Because I'm sure people listening are probably going, Tiny Davis, I, I don't know who Tiny Davis is. So perhaps could you just tell mm. us a little bit about Tiny Davis before I ask you my final question? Do you want, I mean, Tiny Davis as a trumpeter, do you want to take the lead? Yeah, on I mean, my, my I'm uh, a bit distracted because I'm trying to think of exact dates, but I don't, I'll try and, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Tiny Davis, I think what's, what's shocking is, and what I find very sad is that um, 
you know, I have very, very proudly, um, I, you know, I have two degrees in jazz mm. and, um, you know, not once did anybody say at any point, oh, Charlotte, you should check out Tiny Davis. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I think, and I, you know, it's a bit, it's like, what? And then, um, so, um, I was really excited to be able to, I, 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 I have heard of Tiny Davis since, since my, um, my, my time at, 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 at music conservatoires, but it was really, um, awesome to get an opportunity to delve deeper and actually to discover, um, more about, you know, more, more about her and the fact that she had, um, she started, um, you know, learning, learning the, the, the trumpet and she joined the, um, what's there, the, all the women on the, in, the, the international, the sweethearts. Yeah, sweethearts, sweethearts of yeah. Rhythms. Yeah. yeah, so she, international sweethearts of rhythm, that's it, I had the words, but they were in the report, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rhythm sweethearts of international, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I was going with us, um, oh, so yeah, she, she eventually uh, joined, joined them, and she also sung, um, she was, uh, Another thing that I I find very moving is the fact that she was also gay. Mm. Um, she had her partner Ruby, um, who was in the band, who was also in the band, yeah. and was seen. It's really interesting, Ruby. I mean, there's there's another um, uh, woman in, in in amongst the the history that you know that who see some websites say she played the double bass some say piano <laughs> some say I think even drums I think yeah so she was clearly a rhythm section player um but is and and they ran uh so uh tiny and ruby they had a their own gay uh club their own uh, like yeah they knew that, mm. they, that they ran and you know we're talking about two black women yeah two gay women yeah two women <laughs> instrumentalist um, as well two yeah. women <laughs> instrumentalist. you know what i mean mm. um it's incredible and there's there's an amazing uh video which we shared of tiny davis you know i think she she was playing she was playing right up until the end of her life there's a gorgeous video of her playing with um it's a great grand it might, it's her grandson if not it's her great grandson it's just this little this little cute guy um and she's just playing the blues she's just just so into the music so in love with what she does and just uh, it was tiny davis and the hell divers the hell yes. divers, I think. Yes. And and they you know they went touring and then but she didn't um and I think I I'm I, I'm sh this I I need to just check my notes but I'm sure she got invited to do yes she before did. yes yes you're right okay I'm so um she was invited to do things with of course the great the you know the the well the male musicians at the time um I think Louis Armstrong Count Bass you know Duke, she was invited to um you know to go to perhaps a, blown up really you know, globally with these you know renowned male musicians at the time but she again and again turned it down because she wanted to play with her girls her gals as she called them mm. she wanted to do what she was doing she was so in love with that and the you know what i've the, the particularly the, the the little clips from various documentaries that i've seen are just really moving really mm. moving to see her story um, is incredible and i think this is mm. what uh, you know and we see this time and time again, the number of, especially female, especially female yeah. instrumentalists back in the day that no yeah. one knows about uh, at all. 
um, and that they weren't celebrated. Uh, and that's why it's so incredible to have you two celebrating now. And it's like, okay, well, you yeah. know, we, we could explore why we're at this stage now, but you know what, let's just, let's start celebrating now and raising awareness. And do you know these incredible mm. women? Yeah. Um, so it, it, it can't be underestimated. Um, the power of of it's something which some people might seem simple. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about Tiny Davis. Yeah, that that's hugely significant, and so many people have been kind of lost back then. Um, mm, so it's so yeah. wonderful, and I say especially women and especially you know female instrumentalists. Um, yeah. So and I'll put the links as I say because I think it's probably still available online to watch. Yes. So, yes. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I'm a bit in my head because I want to um, like remember it, it, exact dates, but it it is all it is all there yeah. in the in the on the on the Stranger Fruit and on the on on the links, mm. and um, but it's incredible and 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 to see Tiny play the way that she did or it's inspired me no end to really just grab the trumpet by the scruff of its neck (laughs) you know I mean even though you know she's obviously more in that you know the the, the blues and I'm you know to playing you know all sorts of different sounds but it's so inspiring you know so inspiring to 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 have seen that and to have got um spent some time you know really looking and listening and, and thinking about tiny and then of course to sort of you know heart it's quite heartbreaking really to discover that of course tiny is one of lots of women instrumentalists mm-hmm. lots and lots you know there's sort of like a you know tree like a family tree as far as like ruby and, and then all of these other you know women instrumentalists that just are not are not there are not well haven't been mentioned you know mm-hmm. um, in in the in the way that the you know that more, more of, of course the, the, the male musicians have and yet they played played so you know there was no diff it's not like they were i don't i don't like using better word or all that 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 those kinds of words but if you listen to it when you listen to a track it's not like oh that sounds like a woman playing it or that sounds you know what i mean yeah absolutely you couldn't i could put on anyway we could talk about this we could yeah that would be a whole and and perhaps we should do that let's do that yeah, um, because that would be amazing because there's much to explore there. And as I say, I'll put the links in because, as I say, yeah. um, it, it was wonderful. And I remember you did um, a kind of improvised performance, both of you, uh, yeah. as yeah. part of that. So, yeah, that was that was wonderful. So, yes, I'll, I'll put we'll the links in. I'll we'll, we'll, we'll probably yeah. do the Tiny Davis tribute again this year. Yeah, it's, it's, down it was, to uh, we do it as we have some audience participation and it's it's just lovely. And, and you know, teaching new people again, whoever comes this, this time around to to they're on again and, and keep her alive in that way um you know i mean that's the amazing thing about music and art isn't it is that the people who have gone before us whoever they were that they can then something their memory is carried on through the art yeah. um yeah those feelings and that and that energy that energy is just that is is passed on and passed through yeah. um yeah no it, it is a, a genuinely beautiful thing um, and, and I'm aware, as I say, I could talk to you for ages, so no. I should probably stop soon because, you know, and, and quite often, and I've said this on my previous podcast, that we could chat for literally for hours and I've no idea if people would listen. They might. So sometimes I've been tempted to kind of, you know, do like a really long and just like, you know, <laughs> have a conversation until it fizzles out. But um, I, I, I try not to do that in case, although I think I did one that was an hour and a half. Oh. I don't know if anyone actually listened to all of it. I mean, it was a great conversation. But nonetheless, I shall ask you one final question, um, because obviously this is called Thoughts, Conversations and To-Do List. So I will ask you separately, although I appreciate this might be a joint answer, but I'll start <laughs> with you, Lara. 
So what's on your to-do list? Mm. Oh my word, what's on my to-do list? Well, I was saying to Charlotte earlier, yes, talking about to-do lists. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I've got so much going on, Fiona. <laughs> oh, I've always got so, yes. And actually, it's it's a thing of mine, actually, an area. And I think I'm sure I'm speaking for many people, especially mm. in this in this busy time of I think in where we are at. And I'm, obviously, I'm speaking as we're speaking as Westerners here, mm. but there is <clears throat> there's so much pressure on us all. I think, and it's mm. a lot of that pressure ultimately comes from ourselves. Mm. But there is, you know, as artists, as musicians, and you know, with all the many hats you wear, there's you know, there, there's more and more that we have to do i'm saying quote unquote that we're you know that to do so um my to-do list at the moment uh comprises of um well because we've moved a lot of it is around me putting my feelers out in this area i've started to um gig locally uh and that's all very new here so um yeah, so so I had a, a local gig in a pub that Charlotte's uh, best mate runs with her family, That's and that so went really lo- really lovely. So I I have um I've started working with a guy in the area as well, a guitarist, and we're starting to form a duo. And um, nice. Oh, so I'm in a very kind of a very creative um time but it's a really sticky time because it's that kind of awkward time of i'm not established here i don't know any you know i've it's all very fresh but i have a lot of ideas and sometimes i need to to kind of weigh up the there's the practicalities of life and then then there's the kind of the creative what i want to do so um a whole mixture of things you know i want to run a, a singing class I want to get more students, uh, vocal coaching students, and then creativity-wise, you know, there's things like preparing for these gigs coming up, and yes. lots of, lots of um, shows and uh, and all of that jazz, as they say. So lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and I should say as well, actually, on that, as um, I've written, I I've co-written a musical. So of course you have. <laughs> another thing on my list that me and my co my co-writer we amazing. <laughs> so we've got all the parts that come into that as well. So we're we're still developing that, and bless me, he's very busy as well. So we're finding time together to keep developing that over time and see what our next steps are. So yes, oh the creative. That, that's so exciting doing a musical. We'll definitely have to have another conversation about that. That sounds incredible. And Charlotte. Oh your to-do list oh gosh my to-do list um uh gosh yeah i mean in in um it's yeah you see i actually i i there's always um i quite like having lots of things bubbling away um and i i know i was I've also got lots of lists, lots of, lots of. Do you write down, lists. I should have asked you, Laura. So do you write down, are you a, a, a virtual to-do list? Do you write it down? What, what What's your, pra- on a practical note, oh, what gosh. does your to-do yeah, list mi- actually look like? It's a mixture for me, Fiona. Uh-huh. I actually do quite like writing it. There's something about the physicality, but often I don't <laughs> have pen and paper on me. So I just end up putting it into all, all into my notes on my phone. Okay. Okay. And Charlotte, is and, yours a, um, a physical? It's it's both actually. It, it's it's. I think it's more. It's definitely right now. It's more virtual. <laughs> um, but it, there is something. But yeah, I quite like to actually write it out, write things out as well. Um, but I'm I'm just trying to think of sort of reoccurring um, themes. I think just echoing a bit what what Lara was kindly sharing. Um, you know, I, I for me there is a. 
a, a thing around social media for me. I've I've nearly always got it again. It's all um, exciting stuff that um, I I want to share, um, and I want to celebrate. Um, but I think right now, in in the in the with, with where what, what's going on in the world right now, I'm finding it mm. quite even 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 more so challenging to actually celebrate. I'm at a point where I've I've got some really lovely um, friends and and very um, well, powerful folks that I'm connected with on 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 mm. social, and I, when I say powerful, I mean um, friends that I dearly love. Yes. And I'm reading their posts, and it just I'm at a point, um, you know, I I want you know I want to celebrate everything that I'm doing and and life, but it, it's it's I'm mm. finding it a bit challenging to be honest mm. right now with 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 everything that's going on. Um, Thank you for saying that because I think. Um, yeah. with you, I, I, and I have this every single day and, and I've never really said this out loud, but, um, on Twitter and social media, again, mm. that would be another conversation, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I try to be as active as possible on social media for my work, yes. not, not yeah. from a personal kind of point yes. of view. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's for work as such. And, and of course work music, it's what it's all one, but yes, you, you know yeah. what I mean? It, yeah. Um, but on Twitter every, and I've done this for, I don't know, five years, every morning, um, I put on Twitter, morning yeah, everyone, yeah. happy, whatever it is, you know, hope you will have a great day, hashtag smile. And I do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just because I'm, I'm, you know, um, it's nice to say hello, you yes, know, people support me on yeah. Twitter. So, I mean, you know, it, it, when I started doing it, it wasn't some big thought process. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, let me just say good morning. Um, but there are many times when I get up in front of my computer and and um, and I, I tend to be up really early and I sit there and I'm like, okay, let me let me do these tweets, and I have to stop and take a breath. And I sometimes sit there for like 10, 15 minutes thinking, should I do this? Should I put a, a tweet yeah. that just says morning everyone? Um, <laughs> and then I think, well, I do hashtag smile. I'm like, well, what's there to smile about? I just looked at the news like that. That seems yeah. inappropriate. And I have this yeah. big kind of, you know. <laughs> internal storm mm, if yeah. you like of me trying to be positive trying to you know um make people smile that yeah that's yeah. my thing I, I like I like to make people smile even if it's just for a second yeah. um but then equally you know there are times when you know um what what is there to smile about in this current moment yeah you know, so if you look at the news and and I have a um a continual dilemma uh, of um watching the news uh and of course and again this is a bit of the conversation but you know d- different finding the truth um of kind of, you can't just look at bbc yeah. news or cnn or you know, wh- whatever oh, God, platform yes. or paper yeah. you know you can't do that anymore you might see a headline yeah. and then for me and I, and I hope for other people certainly intelligent people you know or people who genuinely care you then go off down a rabbit hole of trying to find out well is that true okay well this person said yeah. this this person yeah. what is the truth so you know genuinely just keeping up to date yeah. <laughs> with what's mm-hmm. going on in the world is is epic yeah it's mm-hmm. absolutely epic so um and I don't think we talk about that enough um because I think some of us yeah. we need to be on social media for our work yeah you know yeah. we need to be um uh, to what degree is another you know another um area for discussion but we need to have a presence online uh, in today's kind of yeah. music world yes um 
But within that, yeah. I mean, literally just in the morning going and say, morning, everyone. If I just look at what's trending on Twitter, I mean, it's horrific. I mean, it's genuinely horrific. Yeah. So thank sorry, and I, I could digress, but no, thank you for saying that because it is a challenge, yeah. you know, and I think sometimes people, when they think about artists and musicians or just human beings, <laughs> you know, on your day-to-day, sometimes just saying, oh, I've got a gig next week or morning, everyone, that can be a challenge when you're still trying to be true to yourself, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think and that, that's, that's, um, I was thinking about my my to do list, and I was thinking about the the, the, the mm. reoccurring themes. And I think particularly right now, mm. you know, I've got so many. I'm so excited about the London Jazz Festival gigs coming up. Yes, playing with beautiful Lara on the 16th, and the you know the the, the London Gay Big Band on the fourth. You know, opening up the festival for, with women in jazz. You know, this there's wonderful things to celebrate. Well, I'll read a post from a friend, and it will be like just mm. so so shocking and and um uh yeah so I, I'm finding it I'm finding it particularly mm. challenging right now mm. to know quite and then I'm in sort of I get very quickly into my head and then I'm um and then I'm you know I'm not not really yeah I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm sort of I'm in it I'm, I'm in, yeah. in in a sort of process mm. and journey with it right now I mean I, I do I, I I I I love to um I don't post a lot um I I, I do post but I don't post every day necessarily. I, now I'm I'm currently celebrating the release of my second album, but right now it's 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 a it's it's I'm finding it quite tricky and challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think as well. It's so yeah, it's knowing that I mean what you shared, Fiona, because I see your tweet. I see your tweets that, that every morning, and I mm-hmm. I often think how inspiring it is that I, cause I see you committed to doing that. I see them that they go every day. And I think that's incredibly inspiring. Yes. And of course, it, I think it's knowing that someone out there is, is they are where they're at. People will respond how they respond and that, and they're where they're at. And I think that's, that can be, um, uh, I find that comforting to remember in a way that, mm. that I don't have to please everyone. I, you know, we all have our default behaviors and I know that I'm a pleaser by default is one of mine. And I think, I think to be honest, I think a lot of us are, yep. but um, I think to know that it's not necessarily our responsibility to hold another person's reaction or, or mm. to even, not even to hold it. That's wrong. And um, what do I mean? I mean, it's not our place to kind of have an expectation of how they may or may not react. And all we yeah. can do is come from our love and our compassion as much as we can. Yeah. And also that we're not going to get it right all the time. Mm. And we put out what we put out and then, and then life comes back at us and we can just, you know, cause I know, I know what you mean about some of the posts and I've found myself in a similar position, you know, yeah. wanting, wanting, cause I, I often find really funny reels and I post on my story cause I just find them hilarious. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times I've thought, I wonder if anyone's gonna be like, "Oh, this is insensitive." But I just think, no. Do you know what? I'm not gonna hold that because I, 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 you, I, this is a moment of humor, and if we can find humor in this moment, then that's fair enough. And someone might not think the same way, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Okay. yeah. I do, as I say, the number of times I've done my tweets, and and I kind of almost think someone's gonna reply and kind of go, "It's not a good morning," or some kind of sarky comment. And I have to say, touch wood, of course, it'll happen now. No one's done that, but each time I post it. I, I think part of me does have some kind of expectation that somewhere, someone around the world is going to read that and think it's yeah. not right for them at that moment. And and as you say, it's like, 
you know, we can only do what we feel is right. And uh, and ultimately, people that know me know that um, hopefully it, it's just coming from a good place. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and not wishing to dismiss or, or the, the seriousness of uh, what we were just talking about. There is one thing that, uh, and to end on a, on a particularly positive note, there's one thing that I'm pretty sure is on your to-do list that neither of you have mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that'd be the first thing you'd say so what is on both oh, of your to-do list that wow. you didn't mention oh this is it Fiona but this sums <laughs> us up right now because we're everyone asks us this and we're always like oh there's so many things going on well we are engaged yes uh, what Fiona is alluding to last year yeah. Charlotte proposed to me before just before the end of the year yeah which was magical so excited for you honestly when that I th- you put that on I think was it Facebook I don't remember where I saw it but I remember I, I literally screamed I was oh! like, oh! <laughs> it was wonderful so oh. wonderful so is it premature to ask about planning? I mean, have you have you got a date set or are you thinking about <laughs> is it well, we've been we've been, um, we've, we've been to a couple of um wedding <laughs> fairs. Oh, okay. Uh, which That's has something. been which is um yeah, it's been very interesting, very inspiring to go to. Um so we've definitely got lots of um thoughts and th- you know things that um from from both of those wedding fairs. Um mainly about out about outfits, <laughs> clothes, clothes, of things, course yeah. that is an um, important part and I think we've got I think we're getting more um more of an idea of like where we have like a sort of well for me I'm definitely getting okay I'm sort of seeing what I'd like in a venue yeah. um I'm sort of seeing what I can imagine myself in and Aww. yeah it's so it's starting to but it is I think what I'm I mean you know I've I, I've you know I've, I've wanted to get married to Lara Feet for years so it's how long have you two been together I should have asked gosh we're going into this is our sixth year oh wow okay okay heading into our yeah heading into our seventh so um but I yeah you know I I knew back back of the years ago so I um yeah but I think it's 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 actually like I mentioned briefly about having lots of things bubbling away and actually liking having lots of things bubbling away on the on the stove. So this is this is a this is an exciting an exciting project to be thinking about and to have. And there's lots of um and um you know there's there's no there's no great big rush for us, but I know that we'd you know um yeah, but I think it's just yeah, just spent just yeah there's a lot isn't there and, and we have i think you know with moving and everything it takes a lot of energy so we said to everybody was asking us we were like look we just need to move can we just get the move done first yeah which... and kind of and then let our feet land and then um yeah so it is it's good we to be honest fiona we're, i'm grateful as much as the, when that question comes i go oh god that oh, i'm also <laughs> grateful for it because we us being creatives we are we're the same. We, I think this is one of the things. I wouldn't say it's challenging, but it's one thing I notice about is we we have to be mindful of. We're both like little in our little rabbit holes of like we prioritize what we're doing creatively in our work. It's like such a vocation, and I know yeah, maybe you're, you can really relate to that, Fiona. I'm sure. But it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it can really take a lot for me to have to like step back and be like, oh my god, there's a life outside of all this. <laughs> like, it's really important. So people say. Apparently, there yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it's yeah it's, it's it is it's an it is interesting it is interesting to sort of because yeah you, I mean when I um 
yeah when i think back to the like when i've done function gigs and played seen so many like <laughs> from from the other side you know um and then um you know i had a yeah a lovely i've had some really obviously you know lovely um family and, and friend weddings you know on and off throughout the, but yeah this is like this is our and we keep yeah. referring to it as a party as well a party yeah well do you know what here's here's what i imagine and and obviously i've been to many many weddings in my life uh, and and what um i and and this comes with the uh, age i guess mm-hmm. the weddings that i love to see and i'm just talking about whether i've attended or pictures you, you yeah. know it's weddings where i see the truth yeah you know and there is and and i won't um uh, say but let, let me just say there's a few people I know that are getting married in the next year in fact one what an idiot I am I booked um uh, a hotel I was really organized I was terrified I was gonna kind of forget or kind of something would come up and I had it in my calendar uh and I booked a hotel to go and stay uh and um and for like three weeks beforehand I was messaging because I'd not had an invite or I didn't know where it was or anything and and it was one of those or maybe I'm just not invited I was like presuming I was and they were like no of course you're there and I saw you need to book a hotel coming from London you know uh and they were like oh yeah here's the address I was thinking oh I've not sent invite anyway it's next year year." (laughs) oh Fiona and I thought I was really on it. I'm like, I'm being really organised. I've got I booked train tickets. I booked the hotel. I'm like, I'm really on it. I cleared the, the the couple of days on my diary. Yeah. And I was still like, this is really weird. It's like, and I also saw a picture on on Facebook where you know she'd gone dress shopping. I'm like, it's in a couple of weeks. I'm like, why have you not? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's all making sense. It's now. next year. So I've already got the hotel. I managed to book. So I've transferred the booking to next year. But <laughs> I've seen quite a few weddings where it's about everyone else where the wedding is about family friends expectations or or, or whatever mm. else uh, and, and I love it when I see a wedding that is truly about the people getting married yeah. and that is my expectation when I see pictures of your wedding oh. I imagine that is what I will see that whatever shape size form what you know whatever your wedding is like I expect it um, that it will be truthful to who you oh, both are yeah. so I'm sure it will be a beautiful thing be. and it will feature a lot of music I think oh yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. and trumpets Trumpet, and trumpets sorry. somewhere trumpets oh, God, yeah. trumpets <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I gonna I shall stop now because we could talk about absolutely ages okay. so thank you so so much for being my guest I will include all the links for all gigs and events Brilliant. um and for people listening um obviously we've got our London Jazz Festival with my women in jazz media hat on uh opening with the all-female uh, gay big band which will be both of you mm-hmm. uh, on the Tuesday and then on the Thursday uh we have um Lara leading but also Charlotte I think you're playing with Lara I'm as well with Lara on yes um so some really great gigs and of course other music and things to listen to so thank you so much for being my guest um and please do take care of yourselves thank you thank you for having us it's such a pleasure and thank you honestly thank you for everything that you do because I you know we really see your presence on um you know I'm talking about on you know online mainly because we're on the online world but I really I'm just continuously inspired by everything that you do not not only showcasing what you do but it's you you're so giving of others yeah you really are absolutely you are so and i i really appreciate that and i'm sure all the artists that are working with you whether it's with women in jazz media or whatever guys it is are very grateful and yeah uh, yeah thank you fiona no thank you so much that's really kind thank you
welcome. Mm. I'm just going through my to-do list.